Okay, San Francisco, damn, I thank you for tuning in. Didi LaFrac, keep it real, won't you tell it like it is. Bohemian woman up in San Francisco, talking life plenty convo. Super honest, you already know, the dopest, coolest podcast, yo. Yeah, sharing her life, her stories, I hope you ready, sit back, relax. Hey everybody, it's Didi, this is San Francisco, damn, happy holidays. I'm bringing you your show for Friday, December 23rd, 2022. 12-23-22. The year is almost up. I have to say 2022 has spread very fast. And first, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah. Did I miss any? Happy Festivus for the rest of us, etc., etc., etc. I hope you and your family are doing well. You're eating everything you want. You are as warm as you possibly could be because here in America, North America, there is a lot of wintry weather and very cold temperatures throughout the country. Well, here in a segregated, fake liberal two-tier city, I posed the question, what's the best thing that San Francisco is doing besides the Golden Gate Bridge? We all know the orange Golden Gate Bridge, that iconic bridge, Golden Gate Park. I don't know if you've heard about it. People in San Francisco try to say that the Golden Gate Park is better than Central Park. I've been to both. I'm sorry, Central Park beats Golden Gate Park hands down, but it's a place in the city where people can go to say that the city is normal. It's an awesome park, really. It's got like a little lake, a Japanese tea garden. It's got so many nice things in it. It's just amazing. When you go to Golden Gate Park, you're like, wow, am I actually in San Francisco? Which is why the fact that it's a two-tier segregated city can be heartbreaking for some people, but not for me. I'm all about feeling like I am protected, and I feel very fortunate that in my district, my immediate district, my immediate district is protected. I'm not a feminist, but if I was a feminist, I would be saying the same thing that I am saying. But the reason why I I don't really roll with feminists because a lot of them are inauthentic. They talk about we are for women's rights, and it's primarily for white women's rights. Hush. You know, do what you got to do. White women's rights and white adjacent women's rights. Hey, more power to them. I call myself a womanist. I'm down for black women's rights. But anyway, the feminists like to pretend that they're down for all women and they're not. And they try to pretend that they do it all on their own. And most feminists come from a patriarchal background where dad, uncles, brothers, cousins, the men of the community have their back. I laugh at the feminists and social media. They do all this superwoman, wonder woman jargon. I'm fighting this. I'm fighting that. And you look at them and every step of the way, they have an army of men behind them. Hey, I digress. San Francisco. San Francisco. Damn. Damn. We're going down memory lane. The golden years of San Francisco. Now, the golden years of San Fran Fentanyl, this was a house party city. A lot of the people that gave house parties, unfortunately, have moved away or moved off the planet, if you know what I'm talking about. There used to be a couple, Nick and Nancy. Nick and Nancy Phelps, 
They were in a band. They lived out on the avenues. I think it was around 32nd Avenues, way out in like in the suburbs of San Francisco, not across the bridge and tunnel, but actual suburbs of San Francisco near the ocean. And they gave this party. Nick and Nancy gave the best parties I've ever been to in San Francisco outside of a non-salon. A non-salon was a party place on 9th at Folsom, the Soma, South of Market District here, ran by the late, great Joe Bullock, who helped start Craigslist and Burning Man, and one of my top three San Francisco art mentors. He gave great parties, but Nick and Nancy's parties in the avenues were great because they were funky. It was a three-story house, and everybody went to their parties, all the great bohemians, and then they did a potluck, and it was always enough food, and then downstairs people are playing music, people bringing their dogs, people bringing their children, you could meet a boyfriend, you could meet a husband, you could meet a girlfriend, you could meet a wife, you could meet a gay lover, you could meet a lesbian lover, Nick and Nancy Phelps, they had the best parties, you know what happened to them? I guess they saw the writing on the wall. Nick and Nancy relocated to Europe. They were like the first wave of people to say, hey, San Francisco's going down the tube. They moved to Europe, I think, about six or seven, maybe eight years ago. I was so sad. I, was, I frankly cried when they moved, and Nancy was like a mother to me. And I have to say, being a black woman, sometimes I, I don't like to talk about it, but if I didn't say this, I would be inauthentic when I am in these diverse, so-called culturally competent liberal spaces. There is some racism. I would be a liar if I didn't say that there is some. But I'm not one of those black people to, that leads with, oh, I'm black and I'm so down, downtrodden. Oh, I'm black and all the racists are coming at me. I'm very culturally competent. I'm aware. I know how to read body language. I read people's vibes. I trust my intuition. And at Nick and Nancy's parties, there would be this one white woman who hated me. She was jealous. I'd come in there with gifts. I'm from Wisconsin. I know how to do the the hostess gifts, and I had the fun gifts like light-ups, light-emitting diodes, you know, those little blinky neon things. I would bring a bag and pass them out, you know, coming to a party and eating and drinking. You have to bring some hospitality. And this woman tried to do everything she could to use her Karen power against me. I remember once I was sitting next to her on a sofa, and she started coughing, saying she had an allergic reaction. I said, what's going on? It's your perfume. I know, my eyes are rolling out of my head remembering this. And I went to Nancy, and I, and I, put, I said, Nancy, smell me. And she said, oh, I don't smell anything. I said, well, that lady over there is trying to say she's having an allergic reaction to me. And I said, frankly, I think she's racist. And, she, and Nancy looked at me, and she looked at that lady. She walked over there. She's like, what's going on? Well, her perfume, Nancy's like, I don't smell anything on Dee Dee. And that woman shut the hell up. Now, 
if you see something like that happens, if you're in a group setting and you know one of your friends is a racist or you know one of your friends is picking on somebody, you have to call them out. Don't be one of those cowards that allows your friend. And this transcends race. This is in general. If you have a friend that's a jerk at a party, at a restaurant, whatever, it is on you to regulate the badness. And if you don't regulate the badness, then you are part of the evil. That's a song by Stevie Wonder. Did you know that he has a song called Evil? <laughs> evil. It's on his album, Music of My Mind. Or what's that talking book? I think it's Music of My Mind. Anyway, now back to the holiday season and Nick and Nancy's parties. that gave great parties. They live in Europe now. As you are listening, eating your food, I'm thinking about you. I appreciate all of your support. I talked to some of you. I've seen some of you. Some of you follow me on social media, various platforms, this, that, and the other thing. I appreciate you being here and thinking of me to come by and listen. I hope you are doing well, warm, well-fed, and well-loved. Season's greetings from San Francisco, California. I am Dee Dee. This is San Francisco Dam for Friday, December 23rd, 2022. Merry Christmas. I love you. I trust my vibe. I'm Dee Dee. I said that already. San Francisco. Thank you for listening to San Francisco Dam with Dee Dee LaFrac. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcast, Anchor App, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are found. This is sexist, womanist, bohemian excellence. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Dee Dee LaFrac.